Welcome to the WCC Weekly on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. I'm your host, Dan Dickow. Took a couple weeks off with the WCC Weekly simply for the fact that a lot of times during that Christmas uh, break, uh, there are limited games um, for many teams. A lot of colleges were able to let their guys go home for an extended stretch. Gonzaga's players were home for about three and a half, four days, which is uh, a lifetime when you think about it in the world of college basketball season. Uh, Pepperdine did play um, in Hawaii at a tournament over Christmas time, but most teams had a light schedule. Back at it after one weekend of games, week one of the WCC provided some uh, interesting movement. There's a couple teams that uh, I think are a little disappointed with their efforts so far and their results. That, that would be USF sitting at 0-2, the Pilots sitting at 0-2. But on the flip side, you got to uh, look at things uh, as being uh, a positive if you're a BYU Cougar fan. Uh, 2-0, and they're now 12-5 and on the season. They've kind of been under the radar, and rightfully so, because Gonzaga, obviously, with the schedule they played, the preseason ranking, um, you expect them to get a lot of uh, recognition. St. Mary's uh, with an tremendous early season start. Uh, and then they had a couple slip-ups. Houston, which you would expect a top three type team. Uh, then they did lose to New Mexico, the lone undefeated team still in the season. That that was kind of a shocker. I think that made a lot of people kind of step back from St. Mary's, but now you're seeing just how good New Mexico is. So uh, St. Mary's sitting at 2-0 and as well. So let's just break down each team, um, kind of what they did over the past week, and then look forward to this week and what I think are a couple big games. Uh, so St. Mary's sitting at 2-0. They beat USD 85-58 to at home and then went on the road to Santa Clara uh, and won 67-64. That one to me is kind of a statement win, um, at least early in the, se- the conference season. And it's hard to say a statement win, boom, week one. But the fact that Santa Clara uh, was one of the first teams in the country to get into double figure wins. They're sitting at 12 wins. Um, and you you take a look at that. And uh, that was a chance for St. Mary's to say, no, 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 hold up. We are still uh, in that upper tier of the WCC. You still got a little bit of ways to go, Santa Clara. So um, that was a big win for St. Mary's. Um, and that will be uh, interesting because as we get deeper into WCC play, you'll start looking at um, you know, seeding for the tournament to get those buys in the early rounds of the WCC tournament and to start figuring out what potential matchups are, who owns the tiebreakers. So that was a big win there for St. Mary's. BYU, as mentioned, 2-0. Uh, they went to Pacific, had a 20-point win, uh, and then they beat Portland 71-58 at home. Gonzaga sitting at 1-0. and Them and Pepperdine, the only teams to only have played one game, um in week one but gonzaga won that game 111 to 88 drew timmy uh did drew timmy things i can't uh you can't say too much more i mean i think it was 35 points 15 of 19 from the field had his way um with anything everything and anybody uh that the pepperdine waves threw at drew timmy on the defensive end of the floor uh so that was really good uh for gonzaga santa clara sitting at one and one um, their win, as mentioned, um, or their loss, as mentioned, was the second game of the week against St. Mary's. But their win was another one uh, that I think kind of falls in that category of St. Mary's beating Santa Clara saying, hey, hold up. 
we're in control here. And Santa Clara did that to USF, uh, beat the Dons 79-67, because I think there's so many teams that are in that three through six mix that you got to get some statement wins early so that you're not trying to play catch up and and having to win games late with all the pressure on you. So uh, Santa Clara with that win over USF. LMU at one and one, that moves them um, up to a uh, really good record uh, of 11 and five. I don't know the record off the top of my head, but I would be surprised uh, if they don't catch last year's win total in the next week or two from, from a season ago. But LMU, they beat Portland 92-72, and then they went on the road uh, and lost to Pacific 78-72. And that's one of the things that an LMU and a Santa Clara and a San Francisco uh, teams that are kind of in that next mid-round range of teams, Portland was perceived to be there. You've got to sneak away these road wins against the perceived bottom of the league um, and LMU not quite able to get that done. Uh, USD, um, they lost at St. Mary's. Uh, they had a two-game road trip, so they lost at St. Mary's, which you would expect, um, but they they bounced back and had what I think is uh, the surprise win of the week in the WCC conference, and I'll talk about that more in a little bit, but they won 80-68 at the Hilltop. Pacific, the Tigers went one and one They lost to BYU, uh, and then they beat LMU. And again, um, you know, as mentioned for a road team, you got to go in and win games on the road for from teams below you in the standings. If you want to move up, you have to protect your home court. Um, Gonzaga is the best historically at doing just that. They currently own the longest home winning streak uh, in the country. I believe it sits now at 75 games. Um, so you're not asking for teams to do that, but what you need to do is win 90% of your games at home and split on the road, go 500. If you do that, you're already approaching a 20 win season. So, um, Pacific, uh, they did that Pepperdine as mentioned, the one of one of one games last week, getting beat by, uh, a large amount at Gonzaga, but Maxwell Lewis played really well. Uh, he showed why he may be the best pro prospect in the league. Uh, he did struggle with some foul troubles at, at times. He, he played limited minutes because of that, but um, shows you just how talented he is to do that against a good Gonzaga team. And then the two teams sitting at the bottom of the league at 0-2. I know both of these teams are disappointed and frustrated um, with how the first week went. Um, and that would be the Dons of San Francisco and the Pilots of Portland. The Dons, first off, lost at Santa Clara, 79-67, and then lost at home to USD, 80-68. The Pilots, led by Shante Leggins, they lost um, to LMU at home by 20. That is not, not a good result. And then they lost on the road to BYU, 71-58. But, um, you know, I think... The two early season games that were kind of tone setters, in my opinion, was the St. Mary's win over Santa Clara uh, and then the Santa Clara win over San Francisco. Um, you know, San Francisco in that game shot under 40 percent from the field. They were seven of 26 from the three point line. And we know they want to shoot a lot of threes, uh, but they also have to be good threes. Uh, Santa Clara does a terrific job of defending that three point line. And in that game, Santa Clara shot nearly 53 percent from the field. So it's hard to win when uh, you're not making threes and the other team shoots over 50 percent from the field. 
the surprise win early in the season in week one, it would be San Diego over USF uh, 80-68. Uh, Marcellus Erlington at 23 points, Jace Townsend at 22. Uh, and in that game, uh, USF struggled again from beyond the three-point line. That game, they were only three of 15 from the three-point line. Um, and it was not, uh, and, and they were also uh, able to, they allowed, excuse me, USD was three of 15 from the free throw line, and they were still able to come up with the win. They were bigger, they were more physical, they were tougher that game, uh, and they got to the free throw line like crazy. 29 of 33 from the free throw line. I believe San Francisco only shot 17 free throws that day, so they really won the physical game. When you look at this upcoming week, a couple games that stick out at me, obviously this is a GU-based podcast um, throughout the rest of the week, but being a you know WCC weekly, you got a couple games um, to look at. I think are very important for the league. USF hosts University of Portland, um, and I think this is big because if whoever loses that game could quickly fall uh, into the the cellar and have a long climb up out of it if they do fall to 0-4. And that reason is because USF will play Gonzaga. They play USF on uh, – USF plays Gonzaga on Thursday. UP plays at St. Mary's on Thursday. So this USF-UP game on Saturday, I would imagine one of these teams is going to be 0-4, both two teams that were, you know, the first month of the season, there was high hopes there. Um, Portland, especially having played really well in the PK 85, challenging North Carolina, challenging Michigan state, beating Villanova, uh, and USF has been great really up until after they beat Arizona state, ever since that win, they've kind of been struggling, uh, and they beat an Arizona state, the team that was ranked at the time, but that's a big time game because they'll both have just got it came off of playing the top two teams. I would imagine they're going to lose both of those that would set up. Um, a game where neither team wants to end up 0-4. The other one that I think is um, important is Santa Clara um, on Thursday because it's a setup game before they play and host the Zags on Saturday. That is a road game um, at Pepperdine. So you could be 2-1 and one going into that game against Gonzaga while you're playing at home. Um, and the reason it's so important is because it's a road game. Pepperdine has been good at home this year. They have struggled on the road, but if Santa Clara can go down into Malibu, Firestone Fieldhouse, come out with a win, uh, I think you're going to see a lot of confidence, even more confidence building with, with that Bronco ball club. I mean, they're, they're sitting at 13-4 right now. Um, you know, a lot of people thought with uh, Jalen Williams heading off to the NBA, um, that they were going to take a step back and great job in the transfer portal. Brandon Posminski, a great job of developing some talent. Uh, and they're looking like Herb Sendek is uh, doing a terrific job. They're looking like they're going to challenge for, for second and third in the league. Um, and then as far as Gonzaga goes, uh, big week, they're at San Francisco and at Santa Clara. So a Bay road trip uh, with back-to-back -back games. USF one's important because at times Gonzaga struggled playing there. They're a team that really shoots a ton of threes. Uh, they're a team that's guard dominant with uh, Khalil Shabazz as well as Tyrell Roberts. So you got to really do a good job defensively on the perimeter. And then that Santa Clara game, as mentioned, 
you know, Santa Clara is playing good basketball right now. Um, they've typically always had size that has bothered Gonzaga. They play a tough physical style uh, and they really defend well. So for the WCC Weekly on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network, thanks for joining. We'll catch you again real soon.